Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is uh, Deacon Doug Iglesias and his wife, Lisa. So great to have you guys again. Uh, This has been a real treat, um, these last couple um, segments together. Um, But let's uh, start off with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Lord, we ask that you bless our listeners today. Um, We ask, O Lord, that you reveal to them your mission. Um, And, of course, we know that that mission comes from this identity, which um, you have given us in Christ um, as your beloved sons and daughters and as disciples of the Lord. We ask, O Lord, that you just awake awaken this confidence and this clarity and mission um, to all of those, um, to all of the baptized, to all of those out there. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So I wanted to talk to you. I mean, we've we've kind of um, talked about this, you know, but just to kind of get a little more explicit is um, living a mission. You know, so it's clear from our conversations that you're disciples, but disciples also are sent on mission. You know, the the Great Commission ends the Gospels, you know, that the disciples have spent this time, they've encountered the Lord, and then they're sent off. Um, and I think one is how you see your life as disciples on mission, this sort of missionary disciple. Um, part of this also I have... Um, kind of a bias because I did want to talk to you about your YouTube presence so we're always very interested in social media presence so um, I don't know which of the two of you wants to start off on this uh, this topic but okay yeah Um, well you know how I love that you started with that about the mission because um, sometimes you start something and you're kind of like excited about it and you start doing something and you're like oh this is a fun hobby Um, maybe it'll help somebody but uh, I remember when my son mentioned living missionally, and I love words. I just love them. I love where they come from, their meaning, and I like to see them written in calligraphy. I just love words, and I was stuck on that. Missionally? Am I living missionally? Is, is this thing that I do? So I have a, a YouTube channel. It's called Catholic Marathon Mom, and I, when I heard that, I was like, missionally wow may is this is this part of my mission i don't know maybe you know so on that channel i have been recording videos editing them uploading them for um almost three years now and what started out as you know a mom at home i i i thought about well what what am i passionate about i'm passionate about my faith um, what have I done in the past that I have I can use as a metaphor for life, marriage, motherhood, um, marathoning? Doug and I um, are marathoners, and uh, we coached um, people from couch to marathon, finish line, uh, for charity, and it's a huge metaphor for me with life. And um, and then I'm a mom. It's the only thing I ever wanted to be as a little girl was to grow up and be a mom, and so Catholic marathon mom. It's not catchy, it's really long and wordy, but that's the name of the channel. Well, so so digging into different parts of faith and not so much running on that channel, but faith and motherhood um, and what the ins and outs, because that's what I like. I like, um, could you give me three ways? Could you tell me five how-tos, you know, how and, and about being, uh, living out the Catholic faith in the vocations of marriage and motherhood. 
digging more deeply into that and not necessarily like the beautiful like that you can find on the Instagram feeds like the perfect kitchen counter after making cookies yeah right that's not what mine looks like you know that's not what my laundry room looks like that's like <laughs> you know so um, and then it's really messy when you're trying to be mom and maybe you haven't slept and maybe you're nursing a baby and uh, the shirt you're wearing right now still has spit up on it from yesterday I mean there's a, a whole lot of trying to find the holiness in that um, but then last year, um, amidst COVID, the COVID opportunity, I really love that you called it that. Um, there uh, is um, Ginny and Eric from Catholify. They had this grand idea. They said, let's pray a million rosaries by Our Lady's birthday, September 8th. Well, I think it was like late May when they decided to do that. And um, just kind of like put it out there. And I kind of caught wind of it in June. And I said, hey, can I, can I be part of that? I want to be part of that. I pray the rosary every day. So I picked uh, a time that was convenient for me with homeschooling, 4 p.m., uh, two days a week. But that's doable. But they said it's live. And I was like, it's what? <laughs> it's live on, on YouTube? It's on live online? Oh, my gosh. So they walked me through the process and um, very, very janky beginnings of not knowing when to push play and start, all that. So, praise the Lord. Not only did the, we, um, across the globe, reach a million rosaries by Our Lady's birthday, September 8th, but we surpassed it like crazy. It was really exciting to be part of that. So that kind of ended, and then um, Premo, which is like, uh, it's kind of called the TV guide for live prayer online. So Premo.com, <laughs> you can go there and find people praying at any hour, any, any day of the week. Anyway. So they kind of uh, sent me a, a message saying, hey, did you want to keep praying rosaries or what are you going to do? And do you know like when you have a thought and then you're kind of your own selfishness is like, whoa, whoa, what did you just say? So I responded instantly, yes. And they said, well, how many days a week? I'm like, seven. I'm like, well, well what time? Mm, 7 a.m. And it just happened and almost wanted. And she's not a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> Never have been ever in my life. So... I almost wanted to like pull those words back, but it was out there already. That's, that's what I was going to do. So at this point, that little YouTube channel that was about, hey, what's your favorite meatless meal in Lent? What's, <laughs> how do you manage your laundry? Uh, you know, and, and um, how to, I was always still doing like Marriage Mondays, and that was really fun, including Doug in that. And now the cornerstone of the channel is live prayer. So every single day at 7 a.m. Eastern, we pray the rosary live. And it's definitely a holy hour <laughs> because at each mystery, um, we, we mention intentions. So as they're coming in live, we are lifting them up. And sometimes we need a moment to really pray deeply into a particular intention. And once we wrap them all up, we enter that next mystery and really reflect and I receive messages every single day about the transformation that's happening in people's lives, conversions, miracles, and yeah, all over the world. It's global. It's amazing. Messages from Saudi Arabia, Malaysia, England, Nova Scotia, all across the U.S. And um, it makes me cry. And I have a software now that they can come on live with me. So live on YouTube, um, we'll have people praying with me. And the first time, one of the first times it happened, was uh, Kenny from Malaysia was listening. And he popped up on the screen, and I looked at him, and I just burst into tears because 
I couldn't believe what the Lord had done. It's a tiny little yes to this, oh, I'll get up early and pray the rosary, has turned into a place people say, I will not miss. This is my family. This is my rosary family. And as kind of a private person and a lot of levels, family is, a like I said, it's a big word. But I can honestly say that this group is. This is the family. And these are people all suffering from the famine of togetherness. I think you said in a homily. Um, that's what it is, a famine of togetherness. We did not spend Christmas with our grandchildren. We did not spend you know, Christmas with our parents. But here we can meet in this little cloister of my room and, uh, and everyone else and where they are, driving to work and whatnot, and they are honestly, authentically lifting each other up in prayer, checking on each other. And so the, the big monster that social media can feel like, um, on one hand, I do not want to leave it. Because if we do, we make this vacuum where we are not there. So we need to be there and have a presence. And um, so I'm grateful for all those little rosary family members and the chance to every day something new it's beautiful. And, you know, I think there are two basic lessons in your experiences. One is, um, you know, the Lord gives us these sort of random small things to do, and it, and it becomes part of the mission. And it really is just sort of this openness, you know. And I think we see that in the Acts of the Apostles, you know, where these sort of random encounters, you know, um, Philip and the, you know, the Ethiopian eunuch kind of things— where it seems like a small little thing, but then it, you know, the Lord makes something greater out of it. The second, I think, that really strikes me is that need for community, authentic community. And, you know, we, you know, on the one hand, we're always trying to talk about this sort of in-person as authentic community. But even in that virtual realm, I mean, people are looking for community, and there can be that authentic community, you know, that day-in-and-day-out contact that openness to each other, and that, I think, dependence, you know, and real trust in each other. Um, and that need is there. Um, and, and I think at the, it's really at the heart of our mission as, as disciples is bring Christ into these little communities, into, into the life of these people that are gathered. Um, I don't know, um, Deacon, if you had any other kind of closing thoughts on well, I always laughed at my wife because she is not technically savvy and yeah. <laughs> she used to walk by a computer and it would turn off, you know, um, and now she's the guru. And then and St. Brendan's then said, hey, let's start you know, doing some YouTube. And I was like, not me. Nah, that's that's something my wife does, you know, and yet um, it has become really awesome. And to your point, I think it's also been a way of bringing the parish together and letting people know who these people are that they see on Sundays or who's the uh, religious education teacher, who's the, um, the principal of the school. It's an opportunity to really get to know people a little bit more and bring people closer together. So it's been a challenge. Um, to, to Lisa's point, I think going forward as part of our discipleship, we cannot walk away from the, the YouTubes, the Facebooks. I think there needs to be that presence. There needs to be there's uh, people who have faith. There's families who have faith. There's marriages that are strong. There's families that are strong. With me um, over the last couple of days has been Deacon Doug Iglesias and his wife Lisa. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And until next time, peace and all good.